0: Hi, family. Welcome back to Normal with Autism. Hey! Yay! Guess who's here? Woo! Sarah's back! Yeah! That's so exciting. I think, don't tell Jessica, but I think I'm more excited (sighs) that you're back than I was to interview her. Do you hear that, Jessica? Don't tell her. (laughs) She did such a great job, though. She did. She She did did
1: amazing. I loved last week's.
0: And she, her um, session, the episode with us had the highest downloads so far.
1: Oh, so I have competition. We do. what you're telling me.
0: Or maybe we need to include her as a host. I'm not sure.
1: What? Why are you trying to give away my gig? I
0: promise I'm trying oh, not to. take like a month off and see what happens. Just, you're, you're, just know you're replaceable. Perfect. Fantastic.
1: In every aspect of my life. <laughs> no one needs me.
0: We are so happy you're back.
1: Yay, I'm glad to be back.
0: People missed you.
1: Oh, I miss them. I miss every single person.
0: Why don't you, can you tell us for a minute what, what was going on? Like, why were you? Yeah, so um, October for
1: photographers is like April for tax accountants. <laughs> it's just crazy busy. Uh-huh. Everyone wants pictures in the fall, which Doug, because fall's the best. Um, so I've been doing a ton of photo sessions, which is amazing. And we've been short staffed at work, so I've been working extra
0: shifts. Nice.
1: Uh, Christmas is coming, so I'm trying what, to.
0: What was the sigh about Christmas? I am What's not. What's the sadness?
1: Listen, guys, get your pitchforks ready. I am not a huge Christmas person.
0: Uh oh. You're wearing is a Christmas it... shirt today. I noticed. I am. Do Do you want to describe?
1: It has Maleficent, which is yes. okay. And it says, guess who's on the naughty list? Right. So if you have to wear a Christmas shirt on November 1st, I guess I approve of this one. But for real?
0: Well, I have a... So I'm a big Halloween fan.
1: Yes, me too.
0: Right? And I have a Halloween hangover today. Not literal hangover, because I don't really drink. Yeah. But just like the the coming down, the sadness of the trick-or-treating is over, Mm -hmm. the spookiness is over. And so I thought... What a better way to try to get on board with Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas than a Maleficent shirt and she's decked out in Christmas lights.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I like it.
0: It's approved. <laughs> it's approved. It's Sarah approved.
1: I, on the other hand, look like Lydia from Beetlejuice today. I'm a big fan of gray and black.
0: Mm. <laughs> We have friends that are big fans of gray and black. We do. Shout out, Jackie.
1: Yay, Jackie!
0: (laughs) Jackie likes black. That's okay.
1: Um, Yeah, no, so my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. And I think because everyone wants to forget about Thanksgiving, I like it more. (laughs) Like, I feel sorry for it. So I'm like, I'll be, you'll be my favorite Thanksgiving
0: um, let's celebrate mashed potatoes. That's not oppositionally defiant No, at all. not at all. Because everybody else forgets about it. <laughs> I'm going to like it.
1: No, Thanksgiving's the best. It's like food and family, which are my favorite
0: things. Yes, and the food.
1: You don't have to buy anyone anything. That's true.
0: It's awesome. Yeah, nobody expects gifts on Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, Christmas is so stressful, especially having a special needs child. It mm. just it stresses me
0: out. Mm. Amen. We're yeah. going to have to do a whole episode on yes, how to survive the holidays yes. with your... Well, it, it is not easy. Oh, no, I can't say that. I was going to say it's not so much the kid as sometimes the other people who might be involved in the holiday.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's a really hard... Um, it's a really hard time of year for, like, my depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to not let comparison be the thief of joy.
0: Yeah. That time
1: of year. Yeah. You know, when everyone's posting all their... You know, my my son can't go sit on Santa's lap. He can't wait in line to do fun things. He can't handle all these fun Christmas things. And it's sad sometimes to just... I don't know. It's just one more example of how different your child is and it just gets to me sometimes
0: and the difference can it can hurt yeah it's it's the hard part yeah. of this journey you know we talk about it as a party or I've referred to it as a party and I think we'll we'll get into that more in other episodes but I mean there is a there is a downside there is a darker side there is a difficult side a Absolutely. hard part
1: and it's hard on the entire family not just hmm person with special needs you know my more typical son isn't able to do things because Owen one can't handle it and it's not fair to him but it's the way it is so yeah christmas is one of those times that is kind of a bummer
0: and there's a lot of expectations for there christmas is. too
1: there is everyone wants a piece of you you know our family we have family on this side a family on that side and everyone Wants to see you, and you can't make everyone happy. And Ugh. I put a lot of expectations on myself, but yes. if I don't need to, so I'm already getting stressed out about Christmas. That's what, like eight weeks away. You
0: guys, we're gonna have to have an intervention for Sarah.
1: Yes, please do. I'm feeling sad today.
0: To get her, to get her okay with Christmas. Yeah. Get some more joy. I do get in joy. the Christmas
1: spirit right around like New Year's Eve. <laughs> So (laughs) I'm like, let's watch Hallmark movies. And Matt's like, it's Valentine's Day. And I'm like, oh, I'm behind.
0: Your timing is just a bit off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to work on that. Yeah. Sorry about that. Do you do, because you mentioned Owen's not able to go sit with Santa. Have you ever done the special santa where you go and it's like 10 minutes by yourself we have
1: we have it actually we did that last year and it went really well so i I think we're going to do that again and it was the mall opened early so they had like an hour before the mall opened for um you know the sensitive santa and they had like little coloring stations and little like decoration like they had all these special activities set up which was awesome so i think we're going to do that again this year he liked it
0: I'm glad to hear that. And there seems to be this fine line that we walk, I think, um, as special needs parents, where we recognize that our children are different. Yeah. And we recognize that the things they're interested in or the things that get them happy are not the things that neurotypical kids get Mm -hmm. excited about. And then vice versa, the things that neurotypical kids get excited about, like, I don't really know if... Finn enjoys going to see Santa. Right. I'll go ahead and take him, because part of me wants that experience for him. But my guess is, at least at this point in his life, if we didn't go to see Santa, his world would continue to turn. Yeah. And I think we walk that fine line between honoring their differences and honoring kind of who they are through those differences Mm -hmm. and also wanting to include them in typical things that other typical families experience right right that can be a difficult line to walk most days
1: and i mean think about 10 15 20 years ago special needs families they didn't have these options no they didn't have sensitive santa sensitive easter bunny they you did it or you didn't do anything
0: yeah You got, if you got in line and you needed to wait with everybody else, you were waiting with everybody else.
1: Yeah. So thank God, I mean, we even have these options, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of a bummer sometimes that you can't just pick up and do something that you you necessarily wanted to do.
0: So much planning involved. Yes. We could do an entire episode on that. Yeah. How much planning there is involved in just going on an outing.
1: Yeah. Well, and then it's also hard because Owen has, he's so rigid. So he thinks, like, I went to the mall, I told Santa I want a Mustang, I'm going to get a Mustang, I told Santa, where's my car? Right, right. So he doesn't, like, he's, he's just a rigidist thinking, he's like, I told Santa I want this, I'm going to get it. Yeah. And there's no making him understand, like, just because you say you want it doesn't yeah. mean you're gonna get it and he's like no like i am
0: <laughs> Right? yeah and then how do you deal with that
1: yeah so there's always a meltdown christmas morning Oh and... gosh
0: yeah a whole new set of of difficulties to deal yeah. with yeah well speak...
1: wah, wah. sorry to bring everybody down man <laughs> That's
0: not my M.O. not bringing it down the whole reason we're doing this podcast to let people know you know we're enjoying the party and at the same time there's hard stuff that we have to deal with yeah definitely But uh, speaking of parties, did you have a good Halloween? We
1: did. Yeah. Um, Owen's birthday was last Sunday. He turned eight, which is insane. What a
0: great time of year to have a birthday, by the way.
1: Yeah. He loves it. Um, Yeah. So my birthday is next Sunday. He was due on my birthday and it made them induce me a week early. So I didn't have to share my birthday with anyone. (laughs) So his birthday is exactly a week before mine.
0: Um, um but Sarah, it's perfect Sarah just kind of slid in there about it's her birthday
1: you can send my presents to P.O. Box just kidding um she loves Tina Fey just I d- so you know I do Tina if you're listening I love you um <laughs> we're giving a lot of shout outs today we are <laughs> um yeah so we had a little just get together last week for his birthday nice. just with family and um it's awesome because he loves costumes. Mm-hmm. He only wants to wear costumes ever.
0: That's my favorite thing about him. Yeah. <laughs> is he is like, I'm here and love me because, look, I'm in a Batman costume. How yeah. could you not love me? Yeah, he's like,
1: Happy Fourth of July from yeah. Batman. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, no, he he loves it. Um. He got four costumes this year for Trick or Treat.
0: <laughs> now, did he go trick or treating? Because we had Trick or Treating last night.
1: Yes. And it was...
0: Wonderful and terrible at the same time because it was raining. It's yes. basically been raining since forever here.
1: Yeah, it's super bum. Yeah, super bum weather. Monday was nice. Yeah, um, yeah. We went trick or treating. So we went to like a Halloween party at a friend's church on Saturday. Nice. And he did okay. And then someone told him that people poison their Halloween candy.
0: Oh, man.
1: Or he he heard a story about someone poisoning Halloween candy, you know, razor blades and apples or whatever. And he was like, I can't go trick-or-treating. I will get poisoned and I will die. Because, again, Mm -hmm. he's so literal and he's rigid in his thinking. And I was like, buddy, like, no one's going to poison you. (laughs) And he's like, no, I can't go. I'm going to die. And I'm like, he's like, well, if you want me to go, obviously you want to poison me. And I'm like, dude, no, like, I'm not going to poison you.
0: So, um... Isn't his brain amazing? It is. The way, I mean, it's terrible stuff that he was focusing on. Right. (laughs) And he's making these leaps and jumps in his logic. Yeah. It's amazing how he goes there and the imagination and.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's really great stuff. Right. And sometimes it's really bad really stuff. Really
0: terrible stuff, like mom's going to send me trick-or-treating because she wants to poison me.
1: Yeah, so like Sunday at church, we had like a little trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. They could wear their costumes and trick-or-treat. And it was his birthday, and I'm like, you get to wear a costume on your birthday and get candy, and he was like, I can't go. They're going to poison me. So and I brought
0: him a birthday donut. I, you
1: did, which he loved, by the did way. Did he love I love you.
0: It. I love you, Owen. Happy <laughs> birthday, buddy.
1: Um, yeah, so we couldn't get him to go. So I didn't know how yesterday was going to go. But he um, he had a bit of a meltdown because the costume he wanted to wear didn't fit him right. So he was standing in the middle of the street screaming, I hate Halloween. <laughs> um, and we went with my nieces and nephews. So there was a pretty big group of us. And uh, my husband was like, you're going to have to go home. Like, we can't take you out when you're acting like this. Right. And he sat in the car for about 10 minutes and cried and got together um, and then he was able to trick-or-treat. He did great. He worked through it? He worked through oh, it. Oh,
0: thank goodness.
1: Yeah, I think he was just overwhelmed. He was overstimulated. Um, he was upset because his costume he wanted wasn't working. You know, Can
0: we celebrate that for a minute? Yay! Good job, Owen. Because that kid, he would have not been able to do that. No,
1: not a, not a year ago. He wouldn't no. have been able to. Yeah, he did great. He said trick-or-treat and thank you at every house.
0: That is fantastic. He
1: told all the girls to call him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Owen, Owen turned trick or treat into Tinder. Trick or he, treat.
1: He totally did. He's, every year it's something. Last year it was trick or treat. I'm here to pet your dog.
0: Fantastic. Um,
1: the year before that, every it was election year. So every year, every house that had a Trump sign in the front yard, he would say Trump or treat to get more candy. <laughs> God bless his little heart. But yeah, he would say trick or treat, and the little girl would put a candy in there, and he'd say, "Call me." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, he did. He did awesome. We went around for like an hour in the rain. Oh, he did man. amazing. Yeah. So good. He got me as many Milky Ways as he could,
0: which so I he appreciate. Looked, he looked out for you. He did. He was like, I'm going to help mom out he here. He did. That is awesome.
1: Yeah, because he'd be like, I don't like that. Can I?
0: <laughs> I don't like <laughs> Twizzlers. Can I have something else? For my mom. <laughs> just give give me a Milky Way. Yeah. It's fine.
1: Yeah. It was awesome, though.
0: That's fantastic. He handed me
1: just like this pile of Reesey Cuffs. I was like, oh. He's he has the weight of my heart.
0: He does such a good kid. He knows it's through Reese Cups and Milky Ways. Yeah, well, so no, it was great. I'm I'm so happy he overcame that challenge and yeah. was able to enjoy himself. Yeah, we were so proud of him. How'd Finn do? He so he did great. Um, he wore Spider Man pajamas. That oh, was his nice costume. Um, and that's we, the way to go. I, hey. You know, simple is best. Yeah. And that's just what we were rocking last night because he would not do a traditional costume. I don't blame him. There's, They're itchy and yeah, I
1: don't know why Owen wants to wear them all done.
0: No, there's no way he could have done that. So he was happy in his Spider-Man pajamas and he got excited. He wanted to play with the door Oh, because doors are his things. But when we were out on the front porch and I think he started to recognize like people were walking around and he loves to be outside. Uh-huh. So he was all about taking a walk. We did our entire block. Wow,
1: that's a pretty big block.
0: That is. And we went around and it was forty-five minutes. We trigger treated. Wow. That's he, awesome. He said trigger treat at almost every house, and that's trigger treat on his device. That's awesome. So he stood there and you know, punched the buttons. That's amazing. And made it go for people. Um, he it was funny in the beginning he tried to match the candy back to itself because matching Aww. is one of his strengths. <laughs> yeah. So they would hand him like a Snickers or a Milky Way or a Reese's and he'd see other Reese's and he'd be like, oh, it goes there. Aww. And we were like, no, no, buddy, that's yours. You get to keep it. So it finally caught on that he got to keep it. But he did great. We The only challenges I think we had was that um you know he has to stay with us or he'll just kind of go yeah, yeah, run yeah. off. so we have to hold his hand but he did a great job staying with us this year that's um, awesome and fin. yeah and of course you know getting the candy in the bucket mm-hmm. that was you know kind of the challenge but other than that he was great our neighbors were fantastic oh good I loved I loved the fact that he used his device to go say trick-or-treat that is awesome and I'm hopeful it kind of raised awareness, raised planted a little seed of awareness, like, Oh, this is kids have to talk through this device, Yeah, you know, because they're not saying, you know, able to, to speak. I didn't really say anybody to out loud, like, Oh, he has autism or mm-hmm. he's nonverbal or whatever. Um, I just, I kind of just wanted the experience of it, you know, for them to just kind of see that yeah. on its own. And, and it was great. Our neighbors are great. They were very patient with him and, um, some of our neighbors know him, so they were encouraging, and they were like, "Good oh. job, buddy! Nice, you know, great way to say trick or treat. Nice way to use your words. Oh, and that's amazing!
1: I just see his like huge fin smile. Oh yeah, using his words. Yeah, and
0: that's so great. Yeah, he did a good job. So, Yay! so happy belated Halloween to everybody to yes. all of our listeners. Well ha ha ha. And now it's Why'd Christmas that? That time. Fun. It's Halloween. It's
1: Thanksgiving time. Yes, well, it is.
0: when you're i got your back thanksgiving when you're a worship band wife oh yes that's true you have worship band wife problems that's true and we've been listening to christmas music since about september Mm. for all the stuff that's gonna go down at church for christmas but christmas it's amazing at our church let's give a shout out to our church it's crossroads Yay! They're the best. So now people can stalk us. They can come to church yeah. and find us. We have two locations. We do. We have two locations. One in Lithopolis. Where is that? Nobody knows. And Lancaster. Look for corn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Lithopolis is literally like a minute away from Canal Winchester. Yes. So we're basically in Canal Winchester. And by the way... There's a really great Mexican restaurant there. There is. So if even if you... You're like, uh, church, you can go get Mexican afterwards. It's so good. Right. And you can go across the street and get good coffee. Right. Exactly. Yes. And ice cream. Yeah. They have good ice cream. So um, church is in Lithopolis, but exciting news. Mm-hmm. We have a building that we're building in Canal Winchester. Yay! Next to a um, brewery. Yes. Next to Brew Dog. And that's where churches should be yeah they should be next to places
1: if we can get a chick-fil-a in front
0: that's like it's all we need that would be the holy trinity it would it would be (laughs) christian chicken church you go get christian chicken for breakfast they're not open on sunday but we could try to figure out something you go to church get a beer after church go pick up your dog
1: take it to the brewery
0: there you go perfect that we've solved that's how we're going to achieve world peace Absolutely. So now we just need to lobby for for Chick Fil A. Yes. Okay. Chick Fil A, come to Canal Winchester. Thank Someone you. Someone get on that. Okay. We'll shout do out that. to Chick Fil A. <laughs> We're doing all the shoutouts today. <laughs> we covered Jackie, Jessica, Church, yes, Chick- Tina Fey, Tina Fey, and Chick Fil A. You all should feel very special. <laughs> all right. So, guys, do me a favor um before we get into the heart of the episode today. We've been. What do you mean the heart of the episode? Oh my gosh, we actually have something. It's not just to hear us talk about chicken (laughs) and (laughs) and Tina Fey and how much Christmas is. terrible. (laughs) Yes. We actually have a point to today's episode. But before we get into that, will you please hit pause and please go subscribe, rate, and review. I need you to do this for me. It's so very important because it's how we get out in front of other people. It's how we let people know the podcast is there. We also let people know the podcast is there through Instagram at Normal with Autism. Come find us over there. Say hi um, and let us know how you're doing. <clears throat> let us know if you like the show, but please come hit pause and then subscribe, rate, and review. That's how we get out in front of other people.
1: But only if you're going to rate high. Yes. <laughs> well,
0: I mean... You can rate
1: whatever you want. We don't care.
0: Well, we really do appreciate five stars I think we send out money for stars don't we like if you if I rate
1: five stars will you send me money uh, sure Why I have not? no money to send anyone
0: <laughs> we'll find it from somewhere I
1: will send you a high five we'll find it from our business
0: plan of Chick-fil-a church in yes the, in the brewery when
1: Chick-fil-a endorses us <laughs> do you think
0: if people from church hear this they're gonna be like oh my gosh we don't want to be associated with them probably okay sorry let's just Forget everything I said earlier. <laughs> um, and if you're interested in Sarah's work as a photographer, and I highly encourage you to be interested because she does amazing. And Aww, she does shucks. amazing jobs specifically with special needs families. Um, Cause she gets it. So she's on that level. I need you to go check her out, out, check her out. I can't talk today. Check her out at Sarah cell photo, Sarah cell photo on Instagram. And you can check out all her amazing Thanks, photos buddy. on there and she's got a lot she's got a lot so go yeah check out.
1: I need. Mean, I've honestly been so busy I haven't been able to update it much but I need to
0: mm-hmm. be better about that and you you know your profile picture is still not you right did you okay yeah you're doing that on purpose <laughs> well she's much cuter than I am okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> shout out Kendra Kendall Kendall
0: gosh oh gosh this is what's wrong with me oh man Kendall's Those much whole, cuter than me so she'll whole... be on there whole thing just crashed and burned. We have to (laughs) stop now.
1: Okay. All right. Rewinds.
0: So I thought today we could talk about connections.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That sounds... Does that sound like a dating service? I like it. You know what? Light bulb. Uh Uh-oh. We should have a...
1: Like a special needs family... Like a Tinder.
0: Oh, god.
1: Like a special... Special connections. That that does sound like a dating site.
0: It does. Can okay, I just can kidding. I describe? I should what not I'm...
1: think out loud. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going well.
0: Can I describe what I'm seeing here at my kitchen table? <laughs> Sarah got this look in her eyes of like I just won a million dollars, and then this, <laughs> like this smoke kind of started pouring out from her. ears. She's like, "This is a great idea." <laughs> And then I was like, bring it down a bit, because I don't know how we would make that happen.
1: Well, because how often have we talked about how hard it is to make friends, like mm. as adults, and then even more so when as you are moms. special needs parents. right? Yeah.
0: Well, maybe we need to get to work on that.
1: So, how about it's another one of those things where I come up with the idea and you do all the work.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how we roll. So back to the point <laughs> Whoops, of sorry why we're that. here to talk today is about connections. And most importantly, I want to talk about maybe the barriers. So I don't know how encouraging this episode will be today, um, but hopefully by just us talking about it, you know, it can help you feel a little better. But the barriers that we have as special needs parents connecting to other special needs parents. Yes. Which I think is kind of, I think it's good that we kind of put a microscope on this particular connection because it's. It can be a difficult one.
1: Yeah, and I think it's something that a lot of people identify with. Right.
0: So, um, you know, there's other connections that we make. Like I have, you know, connections to my typical friends who have typical kids and they're kind of typical families. And then, Mm. you know, connections with my parents and things like that. We, We have all these different connections in our lives. But I really want to focus in on the one between as a special needs parent, me connecting with another special needs parent. Um, so kind of where this idea came from, um, we attend a rather large church. Mm-hmm. Crossroads is pretty big. Again, it has two locations. And, um, uh, you know, our amazing lead pastor there, Pastor Tim. He... Shout out Pastor Tim. Oh gosh, we got another one in. We're going to just make a list. Yeah. Of all Crossroadschurch.tv. Right. Yes. Thank you. You can subscribe online. Uh, and you can watch the sermons live online. Yes. Do you think they're going to send us some money for... I don't know. Okay. Probably not. Probably not.
1: <laughs> they're probably going di- to release a statement distancing themselves from us. We are in no way. We do way. not know who
0: these people are. We are in no way associated. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, um, so they, you know, church is really good, um, and Pastor Tim is really good about leading the message of connection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And because our church is rather large. The idea is that we connect with each other in various smaller groups so that we are we are there together in those connections and we're not like, oh, I just go to a church with 3,000 other people. I also have, you know, my smaller group that is important to me. And it just occurs to me, we might want to have Janice
1: oh, yes. on as a
0: guest at some point.
1: Yes, she's when, amazing.
0: When we're talking about this. Um, because she is our small group's guru. Yes. And, and... she's
1: basically sunshine in a human body.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Like, if you meet Janice, you meet Jesus.
0: That's very true. That's very Shout out to Janice. Shout out to Janice. And she, yes. Like, if you just kind of stand in her presence.
1: Yeah. Like, you just feel
0: better. It radiates out. Yeah. You're a nicer human being. She's after like a her.
1: giant sunbeam. She is.
0: But we should have her on. We should. At some point. If yeah. they don't completely disavow us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, might want to get her act together. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, have her talk because she is the special, um, small groups guru and she might have some really good insight yeah. into what barriers are to connection and like how to overcome it. So, um, but our in church encourages connection. And I personally believe, and I, I think this is more than a personal belief. This is a, a teaching out there. That through connection we encounter the divine. Mm, Steep. That's well. Yeah, it's true. Is that a little? Is that too much for this early in the morning?
1: I mean, it is twelve fifteen okay. in the afternoon, so I think we're safe. I think
0: we're okay. But I do. I I fully believe in that that principle that through connection you encounter the divine, and that is where you get to meet God and have a relationship with God is through other people. Definitely. Um, and so I think that that's the the big reason why connection is is super, super important. Um, and it's just people to
1: have your back, you mm-hmm. know to pray for you and be there for you when you're going through something hard, you're not alone.
0: Well, it, and that's the that's the th- the thing of it is isolation is a huge, like awful blanket in our yes. community of special needs parents. Cause and, it's so easy to do. And I think people, I think everybody experiences it yeah. like in the beginning, in the middle in the, you know, as you're going through this and people don't really talk about it. It's so prevalent. Yeah. So prevalent. So it's such a big, ugly thing. And, you know, as I was kind of writing out these notes and kind of thinking through this, I was like, connection is important because we experience the divine and it's important because, it helps make that monster of isolation smaller, yeah, and helps to bring us away from that, so that we we can connect with other people and, like you said, have our back, pray for us, be there when we're down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: bring us. A, our big thing is we you know take people food, yeah, bring us food when we need it. Um, and isolation can be crippling, and and so I kind of want to explore that more um when do you when do you think you've experienced isolation
1: I've had so many periods of isolation in my life um it's something that I'm kind of kind of bad about doing um
0: so it's not just with it's not your, just with your, Owen. your journey as the special needs parent right gotcha
1: I've always kind of struggled with um <clears throat> Oh, no. Like I I mentioned earlier, I do have depression. I do have anxiety. It's really easy for me to kind of wall myself up and um, just not even deal with my problems. Mm -hmm. You know, like we were talking about earlier, like she's like, oh, um, you know, how's your day? I was like, oh, I just got out of bed. I want to go back to bed. Like I want to lay in bed for 20 hours a day and not talk to anyone. And it's it's really hard for me. I finally, at 33, for a couple more days, years old, come to um, kind of examine myself and be like, Sarah, you're putting yourself, you know, you have to get out of bed. You have to interact with people. You cannot do this to yourself right now. Um, so I've gotten better about identifying for myself when I'm going through that pattern. Um, but it's really hard, especially... When Owen, before Owen was diagnosed, when he first started having issues, and we thought he was just a bad kid, and we didn't know what to do, we, like, literally didn't leave our house. Like, we didn't go to church, we didn't do anything, because he was so volatile, and people just stared at us, like, get your kid under control, and we couldn't. Nothing we did would help.
0: So we just didn't leave our house for, like, months. So for you, was it that, that fear of judgment a little bit?
1: Yes. It was a fear of judgment, and it was also just he wasn't safe. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we could hear people talking about us at Kroger mm. or whatever.
0: Can we just – let's do a public service announcement now. Yeah. If you are the individual that is at Kroger or Aldi's, yes. depending on where you shop – and you see a parent struggling with a child, put away your judgment eyes mm-hmm. and put, put on your compassion eyes. Put a, put a compassionate face on. Uh, if you don't want to approach the parent to ask to help, just you know, keep say a prayer for them as you walk past them. Keep going on your day. Better if you want to approach that parent and say, "Wow, it looks like you're having a tough time. Mm-hmm. You know, could I help you? Will you please do that?" You know, the parent can say no. Maybe they might not respond the best to it. But please do that instead of being like, oh, what's wrong with you? Or what's wrong with your kid? Because yeah. there is no room in this world for that kind of response. Right. So that's okay. PSA yeah. done. That's all I have to
1: say. Good job, bud. Okay. Um. Yeah, so there was... And I didn't know anyone else that had a child like this. So... I mean, we were just, we were devastated, and we were alone, and it was a really, really hard time, um, you know, then Owen was hospitalized at age six for psychosis, and we didn't know what to do, and again, we didn't know who to turn to, we didn't know anyone else with it issues like this, um... Yeah, it was it was a really, really hard time. And it wasn't until I think you were the first person that I kind of connected with. And no one wasn't even diagnosed with autism at the time. But I was like, oh, another special needs mom. She knows what I'm talking about. She's been there. Please help me. (laughs) I kind of forced you to be my friend. Sorry about that.
0: That's okay. It was a good it was a good thing. Yeah, it was a good thing. Yeah, no, I remember meeting you. I remember we were at somebody else's house. There was like a party, Mm -hmm. like one of the, um, I don't know if it was like a selling pampered chef or something else. something. We were at somebody else's house. And And I wasn't going to
1: buy anything. I just needed to go and make friends.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You were like, I just need to be here in front of other people. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I remember you sharing part of your story and I was like, oh my God, that sounds so much like my oldest. Mm -hmm. You know, let me talk to you. Let me connect with you. And and I think that's, hopefully that was helpful in lifting some of that isolation.
1: Absolutely.
0: But what you're mentioning in terms of kind of finding that similar story, that similar thread with people, that wasn't there in the beginning for me either. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Finn first had his seizures, that was incredibly isolating because we were dealing with this medical kind of mystery. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get them under control. We didn't understand why he was having them um and i think it was difficult just because i i never knew anybody who had epilepsy i never knew anybody who had that kind of experience and it it really was this all intensive kind of consuming experience yeah so i didn't i didn't know who to turn to and then the year later when we got his autism diagnosis now i'm a mental health professional mm-hmm. i kind of knew what autism was but that's a lot different than being a part of a community where there's other parents who get your story Mm -hmm. and there's other people who get it. Um, and I don't think that I I think that isolation was there. I quit work. I didn't have a rhythm with Finn in terms of a relationship with him Mm -hmm. because he was only 15 months when he started having seizures. I think he had them way before then, but that's when we noticed it. Um, and there, there was just this out of sync, everything was happening. And so I was by myself in this house with this kiddo and I just had nobody to turn to or, mm-hmm. or talk to. It it's was crazy. was so hard. Yeah. Um, when do you feel like, and we kind of started to touch on this, this isolation started to lift for you or have you experienced that?
1: Yeah, it kind of, it kind of comes and goes. There's definitely still periods where... Um. You know we just can't. Some sometimes are harder than others, mm-hmm. and we just can't get out there and do what we need to do. Sometimes we're just in survival mode. We have to make it moment to moment. Um. But definitely when I started connecting with other people that had similar experiences uh, as us, um, and made friends when Owen started making friends, um it made a huge difference. So now I can bring him to our, you know, you mentioned we have a special needs parenting group through our church. We do. It's called Mountain Movers. It's amazing. Shout out. Shout out Mountain Movers. (laughs) Um, And there's all kinds of people in this group. So there's people with teenagers with autism or other special needs. There's all age groups, all experiences. We learn from each other. We support each other. Um, and we have get togethers. And it's just, it's a really, really great group. So once we started connecting with more and more people that understood our limitations, our problems that we were having, it really helped to bring me out of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: just knowing that we have people that have our back. You know, that community feeling made a huge difference for us.
0: I agree because I think it was about that time, about two years ago, almost three years ago now, when I brought you the idea for the group and Mm -hmm. I was like, what do you think about this? Should we do it? and of course you were like yes you're going to do it
1: yes I was <laughs> there, like i'll be your assistant <laughs> there was
0: there was no question almost like with this podcast like, when you yeah, when almost. you put on facebook you're like we're going to do a podcast and i was like i guess we have to do a podcast now um but yeah it was about that time and things started to lift the isolation i started working outside the house a little bit more our special needs parenting group um i was connecting more with people at church mm-hmm. i was able. Church was a big deal, you guys. Yeah, Church was a big deal for me for not being isolated, for getting the support our family needed as we Mm -hmm. were moving through this time, like trying to figure out our rhythm in life. Um, I can't encourage y'all enough. If you don't come check us out at Crossroads, please go to church. Find a place that will support you. We have a helping hands ministry at Crossroads.
1: Which was also it's amazing. It was huge in getting us out of that isolation. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't go to church because every time we did, Owen would have a meltdown. He wasn't safe. His number would splat would flash up on the screen that and we'd have to go number. get him. Yeah. Um and then when we started the Helping Hands Ministry, which what that is, we have buddies. Um it's usually another special needs mom or a teacher, or some kind of volunteer that is assigned and they're one-on-one with this kiddo. So whatever they need, if they need a break, if they need a snack, If they need, we have little boxes for them with preferred activities. Whatever they need, we're there to help them. So mom and dad can go experience the message.
0: Hashtag worship without worry.
1: Worship without worry. That's That's a a good one. Do you like that one? Yeah, I love that. Okay. Um,
0: So that's our helping hands ministry. Yeah, so once
1: that started and we knew, like I knew Owen was going to be safe and other kids were going to be safe around Owen. (laughs) we could start going to church again yeah it was amazing we didn't go for like a year yeah because we couldn't bring our son so once that started we were able to get fed you know with our with the message knowing our child was safe and that was huge we were able to connect with other people we're able to see people we hadn't seen for a year (laughs) because our son was was
0: okay yeah and that contributed to lifting that sense of isolation yeah then you could sit in the auditorium with other parents yeah and talk definitely. to other adults and be like oh yeah I forgot I am an adult yeah not just Owen's mom
1: I mean I definitely saw my phone in my lap just in case but yeah it's I didn't realize how much I needed that mm-hmm. until we started it
0: so we have we are a part of the um, Facebook group it's the Columbus Autism Parents Facebook group. Yes. Okay. Amazing group. Um, and that's another way to kind of lift this isolation. You can connect online. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was curious with them. I'm kind of new to the group. I haven't been on there very long. Um, and I'm kind of new to it. There's about 1,600 people in the group, a little over 1,600. Um, and I I went to them with this question. So certainly this sense of isolation keeps us from connecting but i want to know what are the barriers that specifically keep you from connecting when you're trying to do this with other get to know another special needs parent mm-hmm. so of these 1600 people i think i had a pretty good sample size uh, for response so shout out to every another shout out <laughs> columbus autism parents facebook group thank you for participating in my little scientific survey
1: can we just call this episode shout out
0: yes (laughs) that's what i'll do um so we were part of that and i did a poll and here were some of the choices that i gave them to see what what we would get so number one barrier that keeps us from connecting i don't have time that got 44 votes i can see why that resonated with several people yeah um another one no one to watch my kids that got 43 votes
1: i could see that too
0: so it was neck and neck there with the i don't have time now i didn't i didn't give a whole lot of specification as to what these meant Mm -hmm. just kind of threw out a general statement out there and kind of let people put their own spin on it someone added and i love the fact that people were engaged enough to add options to my poll that was fantastic um but someone added haven't had the opportunity to meet up with other parents. Mm. So there are people out there who just, that opportunity hasn't presented itself Mm -hmm. to them. And that was almost at the top two. That got 33 votes. Okay. Um, My social anxiety gets the best of me hand way up in the air here so Sarah was one of those 14 <laughs> votes or she would be number 15 did you vote
1: in my poll I think so
0: did you okay I think I
1: didn't want to wear pants
0: well guess what <laughs> I have another Sarah inspired choice and it was I don't feel like putting on pants
1: it's a real problem
0: it is can we talk about how terrible pants are you can you have an entire <laughs> for like 30 seconds you can talk about how terrible they are uh, but that was, that was something I've heard you say before. And I'm like, if you're saying this, I think that's going to resonate with other people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it's not even like just about pants, even though pants are the worst. Let's be are. honest. They Dresses are. for life. They are basically fancy nightgowns. They're amazing. I'm wearing my leggings today. That's as far as I'll go for you. I'm sorry.
0: So leggings are okay.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're okay. fine. I have my, my they're kind fall of like wardrobe. Pajamas. My fall uniform is leggings and cardigans. When I'm not wearing dresses. Okay. But no, like, more than that, it's, like, the effort that's required to, like, wash your hair and, like, (laughs) put on clothes and be socially acceptable and make, like, polite conversation. Like, it's exhausting sometimes. Sometimes I don't have the energy for it.
0: Well, you and six other people. So you found your tribe there. That's my
1: tribe. Please reach out to me if you would like to get together in our nightgowns yes
0: I like that idea <laughs>
1: how many times do I come to your house in pajamas you know me
0: <laughs> the last couple of choices um haven't found anyone who gets my unique challenges with my kiddos
1: and I get that too
0: right because um, like you said our mountain movers group we have all different kinds of parents with all mm-hmm. different kinds of challenges but it it can be difficult and then it's comforting when you find someone who's like oh yeah my kid Does the same thing your kid does. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy and it's frustrating. And how do we, you know, get through this? And you connect with that person on it. Yeah. So it can be a real barrier if you're in a group of people and they're like, well, my kid doesn't do that. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, like we've talked about before, like both of our kids have autism. Mm -hmm. Owen is verbal. Finn is not. Yeah. Owen has mental health problems. Finn does not. Mm -hmm. But we still find common ground that we can support each other on it's,
0: it's our common love of um our kids of our kids and it's our common love of um making a murderer yes right yeah we're gonna probably have to have kim on probably to discuss that
1: yeah i keep waiting i haven't watched season two yet i'm waiting kim
0: don't plug your ears don't listen to her no spoiler
1: alert right yeah, I'm still, I I just, I need to get into a space where I'm, like, prepared and don't have anything to do for 12 hours. Because <laughs> okay. I'm going to want to watch one after the other. Okay. And I just finished The Haunting of Hill House.
0: Oh, don't tell me because I haven't finished that one yet. Oh, girl. Okay.
1: So good. But that took, like, a week for me. And so it took a week away from the Averys. I'm so sorry. I, I have not forgotten about you. Okay.
0: So... um, the last two choices were the event time conflict, so maybe, like, if the person's scheduled, like, go get coffee, and the other person's yeah. like, well, I got to go do this. I can't go get coffee. And then um, a sh- the person with the last choice, again, they added it, my child is an adult. Oh, yeah. And I want to just honor that for a minute. Absolutely. I really do, because I know some of you out there listening probably have adult kiddos. And thank you for listening. And I I hope to bring more content that resonates with you. Um, We have through, again, our church, the Helping Hands Ministry. And one of my favorite people that comes to visit with us is Ashley. She's amazing. She is an amazing um, autistic adult. And her mom, uh, her family, uh, her mom, Angela, brings her to church. And we get to hang out with Ashley. So they get to go worship. Without worry. Uh Uh-huh. And, um you know ashley has kind of given me a gift because i get to see a little bit more of maybe indefen's future mm-hmm. and she's
1: 20 21
0: i think so yeah um and she's a she's a great kid i love getting to hang out with her um she's been talking to me a lot more on her device mm-hmm. she's also non-speaking um and i just i really am appreciative um that she chooses to kind of hang out with us mm-hmm. um and that her family entrusts um, her care with us while they're hanging out doing their thing at church, yeah, um, and so I get that. I get that there there aren't just people who have kids our age who are like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I get that there are people listening who have adults, so please know, thank you for adding that, and please know we're gonna hopefully bring some more content, yes um about the the perspective of autistic adults and what that's like
1: and if you're a parent of an adult with autism or with other special needs, thank you for what you have done, for advocating and making changes so that our kids have it a little easier than you did. I can't imagine 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago how much harder this journey would be. You know, it's insane. We've talked about this before. If our kids were born 50, 60 years ago, they'd be in institutions.
0: Absolutely. Well, even, yeah, 30 or 40 years ago, yeah. it would be that way. So um, thank
1: you for those in the past that have thought Yes. To get our kids the help and the care that they deserve. We
0: appreciate you so much. The trailblazers.
1: Yes, we're going to keep on keeping on, but thank you for yeah. getting us where we are.
0: And that's what we're, we're going to have Angela on at one point so she can give us some oh, of her perfect. perspective on, on what's going on. Um. So what stands out to me from those responses is the don't have time response. Yes. That got a really big vote. And I, again, I wasn't really specific by what it means that I don't have time. Um, I know for me personally, when I say I don't have time, there's a couple of things that, that I mean by that that come up. So I feel like I carry the mental load for my family. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that resonates with you at all. Yeah. Um, here's what I mean by the mental load. I have four people, myself included, in my family and these are the things that I pay attention to on a daily basis. So I am concerned myself with who is where, when, and why. And that includes doc appointments, therapy appointments, meetings with teachers, meetings with caseworkers, making sure meds are filled, the bills are paid, the groceries are bought, the laundry is good. Although, shout out to my husband over the last couple of weeks, I've kind of been fail sauce on the laundry and he's picked up the slack. So nice thank job, you. Keith. Yep. Craig, nice My job, friend. Craig.
1: <laughs> amazing, um,
0: and that everyone makes it to where they're supposed to be on time. Family gatherings don't conflict with other things, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a pretty that's a pretty tall order. That's yeah, like a full time job in itself to keep all of those things juggled yeah. and to, to carry that mental load, that mental weight. And I have to pay, pay pretty close attention to these things, and it can be kind of exhausting. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, will say that I'm blessed to be able to stay home, mm-hmm. you know, and at the same time, the the flip side of that is the mental load and carrying that weight. Um, I'm s- then, so I'm carrying all of that. Like you said, putting on pants,
1: yeah.
0: showing up, making small talk with people.
1: It takes a lot out of you.
0: And then I'm supposed to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm supposed to find that energy somewhere. Right. Right. So that's part of what I mean by I don't got time because um, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And I had a good friend in the beginning, Lori, who encouraged me to connect with other people early on. And I remember saying to her, I just don't have the energy for new people right now. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have that desire. So and that's what that an easy way to say that is I don't have the time right now, though. I make time. I'm a little further along in this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's, it, I mean, it's not easy. No,
1: and, and it never will be.
0: Getting people's schedules synced up and who can go what, when, where. Yeah,
1: especially you have a high schooler now. Oh, God. Who is in choir and does other <sighs> things. And I feel like the older they get, the more they do and the
0: harder it is. Um, so just a side note, I had a, a sad Halloween moment last night. He didn't go (gasps) trick-or-treating
1: he's too cool for for you now first time Aww.
0: and he but the the awesome thing was he sat on the porch and he scared people with my dad
1: oh good (laughs) so him and my
0: dad scared people together
1: i'm laughing because i can see this happening in my mind's
0: eye (laughs) (laughs) and um and so that and then he went and did a high school party with his friends oh so it was just this little, like, sadness of, like, he's not my baby anymore, yeah. he's not running around the neighborhood collecting candy, and happiness that he is, you know, moving on and that kind of thing. But, yes, yeah, so, trying to make the connection with other people. Um, it, it's not easy, but I promise that it can happen. Yeah. And do you find it difficult? Like, is that part of what the, the time thing means for you? is just, like, that energy. Yeah,
1: um, it is. Um, It's just easier to sit at home and watch Netflix.
0: (laughs) To watch Making Murder. Yes,
1: than to make myself vulnerable and explain Owen's whole history again and make them understand that, yeah, um, my kid does things that... It's not normal and he's not always nice and he says a lot of inappropriate things Um, and sometimes it's just easier to not even put myself in that situation than to try to explain it all.
0: You mentioned to make yourself vulnerable and wow yes that vulnerability mm-hmm. I mean that takes courage that takes riskiness that takes I'm going to put myself out there and it is, it's something to practice. Mm -hmm. It's not just something that happens and that takes energy. If you're depleted in that energy department because you're carrying this mental load, it's just easier to say, I don't have the time. Right. So my question for our, our listener family here is, is it truly that you don't feel like you have the time to connect? look at your screen time on your iphone i'm just saying do we want to know how much screen time you know my android
1: does not give me that option which i am very relieved i'm
0: not i'm not gonna put my number out there because i'm a little i'm a little
1: embarrassed a
0: little embarrassed by my number on my screen time um, it's not willing to go there right now. But there's a lot of amazing online that, that's options. true. That's
1: true. Yes. There's a lot of amazing Facebook groups that offer support. Like
0: Columbus Autism Parents. Like
1: Columbus Autism Parents. Yep,
0: get on there. But yeah, is it truly that you do not have the time to connect? Or is it because of the lack of energy because mm-hmm. you're carrying this mental load or maybe you have this social anxiety? Those are two very different things. Mm-hmm. Two very different things.
1: And we get it. We're not here to shame anyone. No, we no, no, understand. No. We've
0: been there. That's why I'm not sharing my screen time on my <laughs> iPhone because <laughs> I don't want to be like, "What's going on with <laughs> you?
1: How many audiobooks have you listened to this week?" Exactly. Sarah? Exactly.
0: <laughs> no, but that it's it's the question to ask yourself. It's the question to say, "Is it really that I don't have the time?" Or is it that I'm, my energy is low? I'm exhausted from carrying yeah. this mental load. What is it for you? Or is it both? Or It could it can be, be both. It can be. And well, that's what I was, Yeah, you brought up the high schooler and the activities. There are people out there that it's just some people commented. One lady commented on the poll like, I'm running my toddler around to the mm-hmm. activity. And then my husband's here. We've only got one car or that kind of thing. And, you know, God bless you. I get that. Because yeah. there's days where we're going and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm, I am I want to be done. Yeah. And we've got 20 more things to do. Um. And then is it not enough time or is it mom guilt? Because oh. somebody answered mom guilt, that it's harder. They didn't want to make things harder on their partner.
1: Yeah, I get that on too. On their
0: significant other for mom guilt. What's mom guilt mean to you?
1: Mom guilt, I feel like every mom has some degree mm-hmm. of mom guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to take time for yourself to get what you need, um, to get the support you need, or just, you know, go out to a movie, or go get coffee with someone. It makes you, at least me, I'm like, well, if I do that, then Matt's going to be with the kids longer, and he's had a long day. You know, am I really, is it really worth it to make his day harder?
0: Ask me how many times I ask Keith before I leave the house, like, are you okay? Right. Like, I'm like 25 times, like, are you sure? You got this? You're fine? You're okay? Right. And then you get there
1: and you text. Yes. 15 minutes later, you text. Yes. And here's the other thing. I'm going to, speaking of being vulnerable, I'm just going to go ahead and admit this. I feel like no one does as good of a job with Owen as I do.
0: That is a very valid point. Say I feel like I that.
1: understand him. I I I'm an expert in Owen, mm-hmm. so it's hard for me sometimes to relinquish that control. Mm. So then I put Mom guilt on myself.
0: Mm. Um,
1: listen, guys, I'm I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm just gonna come right out and state it. Um, yeah. So even when I could be out there doing things, getting support, doing what I need to do to take care of myself. I don't because what if...
0: What if Owen needs you? Yeah. What if Finn needs me? Yeah. What if they don't know what to do when he has a meltdown? Right. Or they don't handle it the way that I would. Right. Right. I can make it be over in five minutes. It took them 20. Right. Yeah. And my husband is fully capable. Mm. He is.
1: I'm like, I know that.
0: We married. we married really smart guys we did they're
1: amazing yeah. they're both awesome
0: they could rule the world
1: yeah matt is the best dad ever yeah um but he's not me so <laughs> it's really hard for me sometimes to let him be a dad yeah yeah
0: yeah so i sorry matt
1: yeah you're the best I don't deserve you.
0: We love you. <laughs> so, Thanks for being
1: the best dad ever.
0: But mo- Mom, guilt, and control. Yeah. Mom, guilt, and control. Yes, there are 101 other things I could be doing right now is what I think to myself. Right. Or I'm running that list through my head. Like, I didn't call this person. I didn't call that person. I didn't make this happen. Right. Right. While right. I'm trying to do something for myself.
1: Yeah. And don't, don't you love this question when you meet with therapists or... Doctors or whoever, and they say, "Mom, what are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for self care?" And I'm like, "Who has time for self care?" We're
0: gonna do a whole episode about self care, and I shut down at that question too. too. I'm I'm a therapist, and I shut down at that question. I'm just like, because I either want to cry or I want to like scream.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I go to
0: work. It's never where my
1: friends are. I don't know.
0: It's never a good emotional response to that question.
1: Yeah. So. I did
0: recently join Weight Watchers. Congratulations. How are you doing? Thanks.
1: Um I've had a couple of really good weeks. Yay. And then Trick or Treat happened. Oh, and I've God. eaten all the Milky Ways. We'll see how it goes. Trick or Treat happened
0: for all of us. So I just know. know that we are holding your hand in solidarity.
1: Yeah. Um so I was like, okay, I have to do something for myself. I'm going to go join Weight Watchers. But you know I took Owen with me. <laughs> <laughs> so like
0: <laughs> but remember you did this for yourself I did it for
1: myself but I also take Owen with me so but I usually I'm like this is my son he has autism but this time I didn't because I was like this is for me like I'm not making it about him so <laughs> we're doing like introductions and uh the instructor was like hi what's your name and I was like I'm Sarah Owen sitting next to me he goes I'm Owen and I'm better than every single one of you and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. he's like, no, really. And he like starts pointing at them. He's like, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. Which is a defense mechanism for him because he's uncomfortable. So he is like making it about himself. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this self-care is not going so well. But so so, I had to explain, like, sorry, he has autism. He doesn't do well in social situations. And everyone's just staring at me because they don't know anything right, right. about autism. And so, it was a
0: fail. So note to self. <laughs> Self-care means by yourself. No, not necessarily, (laughs) but in that instance, it meant by yourself. So how do we overcome these barriers of not enough time, not enough energy, mom guilt, lack of control? Um, Here's what I want to say. I want to encourage you to make yourself a priority. And it's important to literally pour into you because you do so much for your children Mm -hmm. you do so much for your family and you have to have a place to get that energy from you have to have a reserve it's like literally going to the well and it's dry yeah if your well is dry you're not going to get any water there to give to your family to sustain them so you I want to encourage you to make yourself a priority by thinking about the fact that If I don't take care of myself, I can't help take care of them. You know, I won't be there to control the situation or to make things better or to stop that meltdown in five minutes that I know I can stop. Right. So you have to pour into yourself.
1: Put your oxygen mask on first.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I know everybody kind of balks at that. They're like, oh, that old cliche again. But it's because they have guilt. It's literally true. You have to save yourself, Mm -hmm. take care of yourself before you can pour into other people, especially your child, especially your family.
1: And we know it's hard. We're mm-hmm. talking to ourselves as much as to you guys. Yes, this,
0: this whole thing is all about me. I'm just putting that out there <laughs> right now. Like and I'm, me. I'm tra- and Sarah. I'm trying to pet myself up to make myself a priority. So please know we are on this journey with you. Yes. Um, and the second thing I want to do is just encourage you to take that risk. It's risky to meet new people. It's risky to let someone into your life and have them share it with you. Um, and that risk can pay off big in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk about to people like I lost a couple of friends along the way on this journey once we got that autism diagnosis. Mm-hmm. I have an entire church family, you know, so oh. what What was lost, what was the, the risk in putting myself out there and meeting new people, I now have this entire church family that mm-hmm. backs me up and that... And I feel like
1: the people that you need... Will find you.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm going to put that on a t-shirt.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's a good... I like that t-shirt. Maybe that's one of the first ones we could sell. Perfect. In the shop. In our in our shop. Yes. I like on that. On our
1: non-existent website.
0: The people... It's coming. <laughs> it's <laughs> it is. coming. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. The people you need will find you. But that risk can pay off and you can find some of those meaningful, deep connections with other people who get what it is that you're going through mm-hmm. on this crazy, stressful, incredible journey that we're on
1: yeah and listen if you don't want to wear pants I get it join the Columbus Autism Parents join of another Facebook group join a uh I don't know what else is there? A book club. Just find something.
0: Come over and say hi at normal with autism. Yeah, we'll be your friends. On our Instagram, come say hello. We
1: are we are good friends. I don't have. need to wear
0: pants to be on Instagram. Heck no, man. I'm just saying.
1: Why would you wear pants to be on Instagram? <laughs> I'm taking my bra off in the car. Uh-oh. As soon as I leave here, by oh, the way. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so much information. Hashtag be comfortable. There you go. So thank you, everybody, for listening today. Thank you, family. And may you, my wonderful family, um, find time to pour into yourself. May you make yourself a priority. May you take a risk to connect with other people. And in doing so, practice joy and experience the divine. Yay. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.